This is the Unstoppable Authors Podcast with world-building warrior Angeline Trevina, planning and productivity powerhouse Holly Line, and formatting fireball Julia Scott. Every week we bring you discussions on the craft of writing, author life and business, and interviews with some of the industry's most unstoppable authors. A writer's life doesn't have to be solitary. We're here to bust that myth, support you on your journey, and encourage you to be unstoppable. Welcome to episode 126 of the Unstoppable Authors podcast, and today we're discussing goals. So we'll take a very quick look back at what we set out to accomplish in 2021 and then bound forward into 2022. And as this is the first episode of 2022, we want to wish you all a very happy new year, hopefully. (laughs) Indeed. Now, Angeline can't be with us this week as she's still visiting her family. So it's myself and Julia today. And let's kick things off with our personal updates and accountability. So um, last month, (laughs) I said I would like to match my word count, which was 10,000 words that I wrote in November. Um, But then my main focus was my family and the house. Well, I wrote nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I think I had one day where I looked at one of my works in progress, uh, but that was it. And today... I did some wordy related stuff. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. Uh, getting settled at home and gearing up to Christmas took all of my time and energy. Uh, so yeah, but I've played loads of games and done fun things with my family. So it's all good. And uh, yeah, I've, I've recently had these big story ideas bubbling to the surface, which Julia knows all about, <laughs> cackling <laughs> in the corner. Um, So, yeah, I'm just embracing a bit of shiny new object syndrome at the moment and allowing myself to enjoy that. And I promise I'll get back to my other works in progress soon. Maybe. Yeah. Setting goals for December was was a reach. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Especially as you've just moved back in. And are you enjoying the house, though? Oh, yes. Yes. So much. It's and it's weird because we have only been back in the house for a month, like not even a month, but it it feels like much longer it like we because mm. because uh, it's our own home so it's 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 not like when you move into a new house this mm. is our house so but yeah it's weird how time is long and short all at once it is and I think lots of people feel that about the year that we've just had <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like it is sped by but it is also dragged yeah <laughs> Well, for me, last month, my goal was to finish the first draft of book three. And I literally wrote it in capital letters. And <laughs> it is still not done. But thankfully, I've discussed my blocks over this first draft with my editor. And they said to send them what I already have. And we can work on that, which is amazing. And it feels like a weight off my shoulders, to be honest, um, because I had them booked for mid-January. Um, and I was like, I'm never going to get this full book finished in in that time so um at the moment I'm doing self edits on earlier chapters to get them ready to send over which will hopefully get me to love my story again because you know sometimes it just kind of Mm. 
gets pushed to the side and you don't really think about it and you don't love it that much anymore but once you get back into it you're like actually yeah I really like this so yeah fingers crossed I can get that feeling back again um but I do have a mini writing retreat booked <laughs> for the second weekend of January where I'm going to stay in my parents house while they're away and I'm just going to only focus on writing so I'm really hoping that's productive and I'm quite excited about it actually it's like a, a free mini holiday <laughs> for a weekend yeah. where I don't have to where I don't have to be mum, where I can mm. just get some writing done. Um, I also mentioned that my non-bookish goals are rest, take supplements every single day and do things that bring me joy. And I think I'm doing pretty well with those things. Um, but I do need to make some big adjustments to, to my diet starting this year, which includes going gluten, dairy and egg free for a while, Oof. which is going to be fun. But it's all for positive health reasons. And I've done it before. So once I get back into the habit and swing of things, I'm pretty sure it will be fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think, yeah. When you've done something like that before, it's just a case of, yeah, refinding the. And everyone's starting new diets in 2022. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like the thing to do in January. So yes, I won't be alone. <laughs> Lots of peer support. <laughs> yes. So for the question of the week. Last time we asked you, what one word would you use to sum up 2021? <laughs> <laughs> and we were expecting a mixed bag and a mixed bag is what we got. Mm -hmm. So um, over on Facebook, Meg said unexpected or surprising. And she said, it's hard to think of words that aren't swear words. <laughs> <laughs> which I totally agree with. Matthew said craptastic, which I thought was a good blend of uh, <laughs> negative and positive. I think mm -hmm. craptastic is a wonderful word <laughs> and as close to swearing as we can get. Um, <laughs> on Instagram, TL said sick and not in the cool new way. Um, mm. I think she suffered with um, some health challenges over the year. Yeah. Uh, Trip said <clears throat> the f word which <laughs> i'm sure we can all relate to michelle said lonely um Aww. which made me sad and i want to give her a big hug mm -hmm. so big hug to you michelle edwin said slippery the ground seemed to keep changing under my every step mm. yeah yeah mm -hmm. 2021 was one of those ezra said dickens um I don't know about um, Angeline and Holly who saw that and I'm like, what? But uh, <laughs> you also said it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. So uh, a mixed bag, but yeah, clever, clever word. Mm. Um, Sonia said better. So I think plenty of people thought, felt that 2021 was better than 2020, mm -hmm. which wasn't the case for me, but there you go. <laughs> and then Haley said different. Mm. Certainly was very different. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thank you everyone who responded. And this week we want to know, predictably, what are your goals for 2022? We have no new patrons this week, but a huge thank you to all our current patrons. We really do appreciate the support. Patrons get early access to episodes, exclusive behind the scenes access to our off-air banter, as well as the warm, fuzzy feeling of supporting the podcast. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so for just £3 a month at patreon.com forward slash unstoppable authors. Uh, I just wanted to um, add a quick unscripted thank you here actually to Brett, who uh, has been our patron in the in the past. He can't be our patron at the moment, but he has been so supportive all this year. He's like he's always come to all of our live things and he shares the podcast. And so, uh, yeah, big, big shout out. And a thank you to Brett for you, being Brett. a supporter of the show. 
So there are other ways you can support us. Uh, if you could take a moment to share this episode on social media, grab a screenshot or share it directly from your podcast platform. Uh, just please remember to tag us so that we can share it too. It means so much to hear from our listeners and to know that you enjoy the show. So into our main topic. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll start with just a very quick glance back at 2021 because we did do a whole episode on, you know, the, the best and worst bits of the year. Um, but let's just look at our goals. Uh, so I had actually completely forgotten what goals I set for 2021. Most people probably have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, this is me. So like... <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Yeah, I, I just... That feels remiss um so yeah I had to look them up in my business planner which I haven't used since July uh which again is it says uh, something quite big about me about what my year has been like um but yeah I was going to publish three new fiction titles <laughs> sorry I can't help laughing at the naivety <laughs> of that yeah um and I also set an income goal um what did I actually do? I published one book and it wasn't new. It was a collection of short stories that were in the anthologies in 2020. And I published them as a novella once I got the rights back. As for my income, I stopped tracking it in May because of the burnout, but I know I didn't come even close to meeting my income goal. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're you? laughing at the fact that you wanted to publish three new books. Now I'm looking at my goals for 2022 and thinking... <laughs> Am I going to be laughing at these in 2023? <laughs> oh my God, doesn't 2023 sound like forever away? I know. And it what is, won't, what is it will go so time? quick. <laughs> well, the goals that I set at the start of 2021 were so entirely vague, <laughs> but I think that's just because after the year we'd just had, i.e. 2020, I was hesitant in setting big goals. I think lots of people probably felt like that. Um, all I could find was a post on Instagram where I said, I'm hoping to publish at least two books in 2021, perhaps three if I can stay focused. And as I've mentioned before, I published exactly zero books. So that was that. <laughs> 2021 was interesting <laughs> and not productive, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, neither of us met our goals for the year, like so many people, and that's okay. Um, what have we learned about ourselves and how we set goals from this year? Because learning from our experiences is, you know, kind of important. Um, so it was a really tough year for so many of us, but I felt the imposter syndrome so hard because I had put so much work in the previous year into building up my brand as a goal setter, literally writing a book on the topic. So to feel that I had failed so terribly at my goals in 2021 was literally physically painful. But as some lovely people like Julia were quick to remind me in my own book, I talk about when not to set goals. And this year was such a prime example of that. So I've given myself a lot of grace and accepted that the year was not wasted, that I didn't fail that life got in the way, which happens. It sucks, but we have to accept it and move forward when we're ready to. And I am so ready to move forward. Yes, aren't we all? And <laughs> do you feel ready to set goals? Yes. Or do you feel like you've had to set goals? No, I feel ready. I feel eager and like I've got goal setting energy. That's exciting. Yeah. I love that. 
<laughs> but I, I definitely agree with Holly. None of us expected to be going through this pandemic stuff. Um, it's a huge global event. And I think sometimes we forget that. And as much as we try to press forward anyway, the whole thing is taking its toll in so many ways for so many different people. And, and going forward, like I've said before, I do feel like I need to plan better and set more smart goals. Um, and if you've read Holly's book, you'll definitely know what those are instead of really vague ones because vague ones are easy to brush off, I guess. Mm-hmm. It doesn't push you forward. Yeah. Absolutely. So how are we going about setting goals for 2022? So I have quite a lot to say on this. Go for (laughs) it. (laughs) I'm I'm changing. I'm revolutionizing my own goal setting um, style. So um, as Julia mentioned, SMART goals, that has been the backbone of my goal setting system for a long time. And I'm not abandoning it, but it's adapting. So I'm actually following Sasha Black's lead on this. I have to give her the credit because I totally stole the idea from her. Um, And I have set up my goals around my Clifton strengths, which probably won't be a shock to anyone that I'm mentioning that again. Yep, it's not a shock to me. (laughs) (laughs) So strengths have become such a big part of my language and my personal development this year. So it just made sense to utilize them in my goal setting. So I've grouped together my top strengths that pair up nicely and I've set goals that will feed or be fueled by those strengths. So what I mean by that uh, is this concept of energy energy pennies that Becca Syme talks about. And the principle is that each of our strengths can provide us with energy when we use them well. So, for example, my number one is futuristic, which is all about envisioning the future and making plans and also inspiring others to imagine the future, too. So daydreaming about the future actually gives me energy. So I've set goals that use my strengths and give me energy, but also goals that are going to when I achieve them really satisfy certain strengths and light them up and keep them happy and often the two are the same things both the lighting them up and gaining energy energy pennies energy pennies what's going on with my speech tonight (laughs) uh yeah Uh, so yeah they're often the same actions so yeah love that it sounds unique interesting Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't know how to use my strengths for goal setting <laughs> because I don't understand my strengths. So I think that's mm-hmm. something I need to look more into this coming year. Um, I know my top five. Holly knows them better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> so she can tell me exactly what they are. But now I need to look into them and, and see how I can utilize them better, I think. So as much as you nagged me to take the test, Holly, I think you'll na- need to nag me to research it. Yeah. Um, well, your your number three is developer, um, which is all about figuring out how to make things better. So um, I think well, good. that's a good strength to have up there. That's a great strength. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I feel better about myself already. Um, <laughs> but as for me, um, until I can figure out the strength stuff, I had a planner. I think it was a Clever Fox planner, which split goals into life areas such as health, business and career, family and friends, finance, personal development, spirituality, etc. So I think I'm going to use that as a template again, um, just to split everything up a bit. But when it comes to business and writing, I'm going to focus on getting the words out this year. Um, 
as important as it is to work on other aspects of the business. I know that personally, I really need to streamline my writing process and make it work for me and learn not not to procrastinate. I'm such a procrastinator. Mm. Um, I always have been. It's way too easy for me to not prioritize my first drafts because I find them so difficult. So Mm. I need to find joy in it again and stop myself uh, doing other things to avoid it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) to avoid writing, which sounds silly because I want to be a writer. I want to be an author. You know, I enjoy writing once I get into it. I just struggle to get into it. Mm -hmm. Yep. I feel that. I feel very similar. Yeah. Okay. So what are our actual specific goals? for 2022 survive yeah uh I do have some sort of life and health goals as well but I'm just gonna talk about my writing goals really um so yeah how I'm grouping my goals together um I'm gonna go through each kind of like grouping of um strengths and what the goals are for each of those so my number one and two strengths are futuristic strategic so they're my most important strengths and this is my most important goal and that is to finish four books so like you Julia I really want to focus on the words this year um which was my intention for 2021 as well but I'm actually going to do it in 2022 because I'm not going to be in burnout all year Mm -hmm. um (laughs) but I want to be super clear um four books to some people is not going to sound like much to other people it's going to sound like loads uh so I just want to be really clear with what my situation is three of those four are either completed first drafts or have a good five to ten thousand words already written so that's not write four books from scratch it's actually just to finish four books um I'm also not intending to publish any of them so um or not all of them rather Uh, I want to build up a supply (laughs) of books in hand to then release strategically over time so my second goal uh is my maximizer slash developer goal and that is to streamline my reader funnel I really need to simplify and improve a lot of this part of my business in order to reduce stress and reduce the amount of time that I spend on it well, certainly the amount of time I spend thinking about it and not doing anything. <laughs> um, so once the job is done, it shouldn't need much more attention throughout the year. So, yeah, that's kind of my top priority for January, really. Get it out the way. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, my input learner goal is to read 24 books at least. Um, I've actually read 26 books this year, so I'm kind of maybe maybe 30 might be possible Mm -hmm. um and to take a couple of courses that I have my eye on my um empathy relator intellection goals are to get 15 minutes of alone time every day and to strengthen my core relationships and community so alone time is absolutely vital to rest my empathy because I feel everything that people around me are feeling and so I need a break even from my family um love them but (laughs) yes (laughs) we can all feel that yeah and with everyone at home all the time yeah yeah uh so I'm going to be going for a few drives and you know finding ways to get that little bit of alone time every day and it's 
also important for allowing my intellection strength a chance to do its thing. Intellection needs thinking time um, without other distractions. So I've actually set this as a daily habit to track in my bullet journal. Um, it's, it's a big part of what my life is going to look like in 2022. So I'm also going to be developing a couple of collaborative relationships this year, and I really want to focus my attention on my Patreon rather than social media. And then finally, my focus and discipline goal is to utilize systems and routines that are customized for my chronotype and my other personality needs. So early in 2021, I planned out a whole load of routines and systems for my life and business and then never used any of them. So this year, I want to really focus in on that and implement those systems. So like, for example, I know I write best in the evenings and in a group. So I'm going to shift my schedule around to accommodate that. And it works really well with writers in the US who write during the day. If I can be on Zoom or something with them doing sprints together, that works well. So Sounds good. Let's start a writing group. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, routines and systems sound good. That's, that's what I need in my life. Whole planning aspect of things rather than just floating through life hoping for the best. <laughs> I feel like I do that far too much. <laughs> um, as for me, I still feel nervous setting goals for 2022 because of how crap 2021 was for me in terms of writing and my author business. It wasn't entirely crap. There were good things. You know, I'm not completely scrapping 2021 as a write-off. Um, but I haven't planned quite as detailed as Holly has yet. Yet, And when I do, I'll probably not really tell anyone. <laughs> I used to find accountability really helpful in the past, but at the moment, whilst I'm going through health challenges, I guess I'm treading carefully as I don't want to disappoint myself and I don't want to disappoint other people. Um, I hate that feeling, that feeling like even though I'm not actually letting people down, I feel like I'm letting people down. Um, I did say in my last December post on Instagram that my plan for 2022 is to publish four books and I can't write books and not publish them immediately. <laughs> so as soon as a book is written, I'm like, ta-da, they go world, here it is. Um, which is probably why I rushed my first book. But the less said about that, the better. So the first will be the original Midorian, the third book in the Mirror Souls trilogy, which I cannot wait to have out in the world. It has been a long time coming. I just, it needs, it needs to go out there and be done and the second is the book formatting formula my non-fiction book which will help others to design their self-formatted books the third is my sci-fi standalone and the fourth is a co-writing project which is only just being born into existence so we'll see what happens with that mm -hmm. just want to have more books out in the world with my name on them <laughs> and now that I'm slowing down my formatting business I'll hopefully have some more capacity for writing and publishing so yeah it's another fingers crossed moment isn't it I don't want to get to 2023 and be like yeah I didn't publish anything um I like to choose a word for the year so last year it was consistency and to be fair I was consistently not writing so I did great <laughs> and this year my word is balance I tend to be such an all or nothing person but I want to make sure I use my time wisely and I'm not using my time wisely at the moment, I scroll through Instagram far too much. Mm. Um, I want to have a good balance of all the things I need and want to do this year, which includes looking after myself and the family by cooking healthy meals. That's going to be a big focus for me. 
and I'll be home educating my son until the summer and then both my kids from September onwards and all the other regular stuff that us mums have to fit into life. I just want a good balance of it all, Mm. you know? Yeah. My word for this year is focus. Mm -hmm. Um, When I looked at all the things I wanted to do, um, I was like, that's a lot. And I realised that, you know, I really need focus. So it's that it's getting rid of the distractions and um yeah really being intentional with how I use my time so focus most distracting sorry what do you find most distracting uh Instagram Mm, me too yeah Uh, which is why one of my goals is to spend less time on that and to focus on Patreon as my you know relationship building Mm. platform yeah I agree. Yeah. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how it all goes. And obviously a big part of talking about this is so that we have a record and, you know, we can look back and see how we did. I just feel like I'm like holding my breath for 2022. <laughs> like, can it be good? Can it be better? Yeah. Please let it be good. Please let it be better. Because, yeah, past yeah. two years. Mm-hmm. One of the things I found myself saying like on social media where people are posting, oh, what are your goals? And I, I keep replying to them, sort of, sort of tentatively putting them out there into the world. And what I've said a number of times is that I'm deliberately choosing goals that are not reliant on the world, that are just, just about me and my family. And they're quite sort of internal and hopefully a little bit more sort of like bomb proof (laughs) (laughs) we shall see I think goal setting is important especially if you believe in the law of attraction type thing or Mm. you know what you put out you get back um I think it's important to think these positive things Mm -hmm. and think them into existence because if you don't if you kind of just go into the year thinking oh, it's just going to be another rubbish year. I won't bother setting goals, I think. Mm. It might be a self-fulfilling prophecy in a way. Do you know what I mean? So I'm I'm glad glad we're setting goals and I hope everyone else decides to too, including Angeline. (laughs) (laughs) Because we did discuss this with Angeline. We said, do you want us to, um, you know, talk about what you're setting, what goals you're setting for 2022 on the podcast? And she's like, yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) yeah but I like I was saying just before we started recording properly I feel quite fired up and quite like ready to go and ready to set goals and everything and um yeah I I do think that that intention is so important and you know I feel like I actually want I really want to push myself a bit I was talking to my other half about this yesterday that you know the burnout has been so hard and it was it's I've definitely done the right thing in being really gentle with myself in recovery but I feel like I'm ready to put a bit of pressure on myself now and I think not not that not applying pressure was the wrong thing to do I think it was the right thing to do but now I need that pressure in order to get anything done I think if I carried on just being gentle I would just carry on not doing anything and I think it's it's time to be a bit more 
like ambitious and I yeah. think the trick is knowing what to do when things get tough mm. so if it gets to fe- February and something big happens or you just feel like it's all falling apart or, or whatever it's being able to pick yourself back up again quickly yeah um, and not throw it all out the window and say well here comes another crappy year my goals yeah. can do one yeah um so yeah that's that's gonna be my challenge <laughs> I tend to get stroppy when things go wrong <laughs> anyway yeah. on that note I this week I'm going to be doing the would you rather question because Angeline's not here and because I can <laughs> And as it's New Year, it is a New Year's Would You Rather question. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's New Year's Eve tomorrow, right? Yeah. That's right, isn't it? Goodness, last two days of the year. So Holly, would you rather have to spend the next week tossing confetti over the head of every person you meet or blowing a horn and wishing them a happy New Year? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. Oh, they're both nice kind of are they every person you meet (laughs) um like if you walk past someone down the street yeah but if you don't speak to them you're not meeting them but no that's that's not the rule (laughs) just every every person you encounter Mm -hmm. all right i'll go for the horn then because the confetti would need tidying up not if it's biodegradable well yeah but even so and like (laughs) if you do like if you you meet someone inside you throw confetti over them. People are going to be like, are you cleaning that up? Imagine having to apologise every time. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for the mess. Yeah. So now I, I will blow the horn at people. And wish everyone happy, happy new year. year. For a whole week. Yeah. yeah, I'll just pretend to be drunk the whole time. It'll be fine. <laughs> By January the 7th, everyone will be like, New Year's Eve was ages ago. Can you, can you not? <laughs> what about you? Which would you do? Um. I don't know. Blowing a horn at someone is is a bit loud. <laughs> but yeah, confetti's messy. But I see when when I do the would you rather's, I don't think to myself whether I'd you know which one I'd do. I don't know why. <laughs> Neither. You've got to pick one. <laughs> I'd throw I'd throw confetti, and then run away. We could be a double act. We could run around. You throw the confetti. <laughs> I blow the horn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We'll get a proper name for ourselves doing that. <laughs> we might get featured on like good news movement or something. <laughs> or like, yeah, terrors of the neighborhood. <laughs> uh, it's all about your attitude. Oh, does that mean I'm a pessimist? I think it might. Oh no. Which is bonkers because positivity is your number 10. How do you know this? Do you have it up on your screen? I have to know. <laughs> no, I just there are some things that I just remember. Have you remember? Have you memorized my top ten? No, no. There's just a couple that I know because we've <laughs> talked about them. But you know my top five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't. I know harmony is the first one. Yeah, harmony, adaptability, developer, connectedness, empathy. There you go. Well. <laughs> If I ever need to remember them, I'll just come straight to you because I can't even remember where I've printed it out and left it. <laughs> there you go. No, I'll get there. 2022 is my Clifton Strengths year. Yes. Yes. Awesome. 
Okay, so just a reminder of our question of the week. What are your goals for 2022? And remember that if you want to hear all of the backstage stuff and get all of the other benefits, you can join us over at patreon.com forward slash unstoppable authors. And don't forget to share the podcast online and tag us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Unstoppable Authors. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Unstoppable Authors podcast. We'll be back next week with more of our tenacity and worldly wisdom. Don't forget to visit our website to get the show notes and heaps of helpful blog articles at unstoppableauthors.com. And join our guild of unstoppable authors and you will not only hear from us every week, but you will also get a free digital copy of my book, 30 Days of World Building. If you enjoyed the episode, please remember to subscribe and leave a review.